is Cultivating Indigenous Voices, a podcast sharing Indigenous history, topics, and community stories. Hosted and produced by Tina Andrew. composed and we call it the scorpion so get out there and move like a scorpion all right two songs Good day, everyone. I have a special guest in the studio with me today. Many Tucsonans are familiar with this local wider band with a female lead for the group called Gertie and the T.O. Boys. So that's what you just heard in the beginning, a little bit uh, of the music. And for those who aren't too familiar with the genre of wider music, uh, I'll share just a brief history of it real quick. So... Wider music began in the 1800s, um, where a lot of Donna Otham participated in the uh, missionary church processions. And during that time was then they learned how to play the musicians like the violin and the guitar. And it was later on during the boarding school era, there were a lot of Otham that went to boarding schools all over and played in the marching bands. So they participated, picked up new instruments and brought those same things back home. And uh, during that time, it was mainly fiddle music and the beginning of wider music. Through time, it just definitely has evolved into what it is today. And it really is still evolving today. It's a genre of music that has definitely survived through the times. It has been passed down from generation to generation. Families carried it on. And I'm really happy to have Gertie come in and share her story and share a little bit of her background with wider music. So, Gertie, why don't you share some of your background with the listeners who maybe a little bit who you are and and where you're from? Uh, Also, before we move on, again, we have Carmen with us today as well. So she'll chime in here and there to ask a couple of questions. But first, go ahead. I'll let you go, Gertie. Okay. Thank you for, uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me out here to uh, Mm -hmm. share uh, some of my uh, background of my Don Autumn Wider music. And my name is Gertrude Lopez. My real name is Gertrude, but they call me Gertie. And I actually um, grew up with uh, a lot of music. Uh, My dad was a big inspirational and so inspirational in my music and and the leadership of our family. And so, um, you know, my dad, he actually had a a, a mariachi band. Oh, wow. And um, half of the mariachis were on them and half were, were Mexicans okay. as uh, we were growing up. And he also had his own white band. Mm-hmm. And so when we were growing up listening to the music, I, I can still remember all the songs that he used to play on his violin. And uh, my dad played with uh, many great musicians 
which um, let them all rest in peace, peace mm-hmm. including my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the great musicians have gone before us, but we as uh, the musicians, we still carry their music. Awesome. Well, I met Gertie, I think it was about a year ago, uh, at last year's wider event in Sakatone at the Battle of the Bands. Uh, I remember because it was my uncle Lucius who introduced us. Uh, of course, I've always been familiar with who you are, Gertie, because of your band and its popularity. But when I first spoke to you on the phone, I definitely learned about a closer relationship you have with with my family, um, who are the Vavages family, and known for their part in wider music as well. Uh, and I and that you know Vavages is is actually my maiden last name. Uh, but I grew up in a in a family of wider musicians, and um, I seen it and was familiar with it, and it was just really awesome. And I still cherish it and hold it close to my own personal life, carrying it on and sharing it in whatever way. Whether if it's not you know through having an instrument in my hand, it's other ways that I'm always open to sharing and talking about it. So uh, that's when I learned that you know there was more to it between me and you, even though we had never really officially met you, you know, you mentioned your father. And then I know you kind of told the story about my grandpa and your dad, right? Yes. You're actually, your dad actually was a very great musician. And uh, your grandfather, Lester Vavages, the late Lester Vavages, Mm -hmm. was a violin player along with Elliot Johnson with my dad's group. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when uh, your dad and... uh, Isaac and all the Vavages guys, we all grew up together because mm-hmm. we were all, they always took us to all the practices. Mm-hmm. So we all grew up together, and um, I never thought that I would be playing alongside Isaac Vavages <laughs> and uh, and uh, Stevie Vavages too mm-hmm. as well. A um, lot of the lot of them have um, shared their music with me also, mm-hmm. and, and Lester was a great violin player, and mm-hmm. uh, we used to actually go out and play with my dad and Lester, mm-hmm. when we were just small, we we actually first learned how to play the vihuela and the guitaron first. Um, yeah, and I did get to play with your grandfather. Oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. And they were the Gaachi fiddlers? Um, no, they it was I don't I don't know if they had a, <laughs> a band name, oh. but this but this was uh yeah it was uh, they were uh, part of the Gaachi fiddlers, but uh-huh. uh, this was before kind of oh, before okay. that. What was the mariachi band called? I I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, how, they played how all young over. Were you? I was only probably about. 10 years old oh, yeah wow. and girly. yeah when we were yeah we were <laughs> they let us uh in the afternoons we used to uh, go and uh, my dad and lester would get their violins and me my brother my late brother jr and steve mm-hmm. we would play we would go accompany them on the guitars <laughs> <laughs> and we had we had a lot of fun um mm-hmm. um so when did gertie and the t.o boys come to be Oh gosh, um, I want to say the early two thousands. I want to say three after or after mm. that two thousand three or okay. after that. Yeah, and actually, um, back then I was playing with a band called Ocham Band, which means us in Donna Autumn. Mm, okay. And uh, the late George Jose was actually the leader of the band, so we we pretty much played all over. Mm. And we did, I did record my first CD, very first CD with uh, Ocham Band oh, cool. back then. 
and um George decided that um you know he was going to retire and mm-hmm. and and uh, you know due to his health and stuff so when he did retire um i i kept saying to myself well i'm not ready to quit right now so <laughs> yeah. i'll just you know so i was kind of like a free agent kind uh-huh. of i was kind yeah. of free agent and uh, well let me back up way back then when after we started me and my brothers we started learning how to play the inst- all the instruments mm-hmm. we did have a family band when we were like in junior high cool and it was called Gertie and the Lopez brothers we did uh, have a family band back mm-hmm. then, and it was just me and my brothers mm-hmm. and my dad with the violin. Cool. So in 1988, when my, my, my brother J.R. Uh, passed away, mm-hmm. he was uh, kind of more or less the leader of the band and the mm-hmm. saxophone player. Okay. And so we kind of just let it go. We mm-hmm. kind of just stopped, all stopped playing altogether. Mm-hmm. And so later, later on, uh, we started you know, having to keep playing and playing. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, like I said, I, I started playing with Band, And then after Band, uh, when George decided to, to retire, I was kind of a free agent. And mm-hmm. back then, the late Hotch, Marlon Hotch Felix, mm-hmm. he had his own rock and roll band, but he would, oh. he would uh, ask me every now and then, play the accordion, <laughs> and he was playing in the local bars here in Tucson. Oh, yeah? yeah, and, and uh, we played. Well, prior to to Gertie and the boys, Achimband, we played at every bar in Tucson. It really? feel like, but <laughs> but uh, so we're we're over there playing at the office bar one time when the office bar was open oh, yeah. and and um, playing with Hotch, and so we started getting gigs here and there, and yeah. he'd invite me to pretty much every one of them, and so then he goes. You know what? We're getting a lot of gigs. He Hotch says we're getting a lot of gigs, man. We need a band name. I said, cool. well, it's up to you guys. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because it wasn't really my band at mm-hmm. that time. It was he was kind of running it, and we were both kind of running it, sharing mm-hmm. it. But um, it was his guys, and so um, he's we're sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, what about Gertie and the T.O. Boys?" <laughs> he was like, "What?" And I looked. I, I started laughing. I smiled. I said, "That's up to you guys. Whatever band name you guys want." Uh-huh. And so, uh, because uh, Marlon Hotch Felix actually started with the band and with the band name, mm-hmm. it just means so that so much more to me. Yeah. Not because my name is in there, but mm-hmm. because Hotch, you yeah. know, named the band, and so. You know, it really means a lot because you know he's not here with us anymore mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So that's how that's how we got our name. That's awesome. Well, you definitely come a long way from just playing in the bars now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess you know this question was already answered about how long have you been playing wider music? I've probably been playing wider music over forty years now. Wow. Um, like I said, when I was about ten, my my dad had. Uh, gone to actually gone to a bar in Casa Grande and somebody was selling a accordion for oh. very was wasn't very expensive yeah. at all. So he brought it home and me and my brother Steve we just picked it up and I just played my own way, my own style. Learned, mm. taught myself, and my brother taught himself. We wow. play very different. Yeah, we play very different, and mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's how. We just kept, I kept it up all during the years. And I think there were some years, though, that I didn't play. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Just didn't play. And then there was also 
some years that I just kind of got really serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be my question was when you made that transition from playing the vihuela and the guitar on to mm -hmm. the... Yeah, that was kind of like uh, my my dad kind of... Uh, they kind of did break away from the uh, the mariachi after a while. Uh, I, I'm not sure how that happened, but and then so he went into his wida music with the wida band. But uh, yeah, we did that for a while. We did that for a while, and actually, we still occasionally do that because we sing in the Catholic masses, mm -hmm. one, and so. Um, I can still play the Wewella, but I haven't, I haven't played in a very long time. So it just kind of like died out like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, so when I got into high school, I also played, uh, I'm very proud, I played the trumpet all four years in oh, marching nice. band. So I, I And so I, I think during those transitions of my life in the instruments, I went probably went from here to here mm -hmm. <laughs> to there, you know. <laughs> and so... Um, during high school, actually, I played with a lot of great bands such as the American Indians, John John um, Manuel and Alex Gomez band. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've played with a lot of a lot of great bands. Um, the Papago Raiders. That, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and in fact, <laughs> uh, my dad taught me how to play the guitar uh -huh. and you know the basic chords. And uh -huh. then when uh, uh, when I started playing with the uh, the Papago Raiders, uh -huh. the late John Lewis, he used to show me how to change on the oh, guitar because yeah. I was play always playing the accordion. Uh, so yeah. I've played with a lot of great bands. Awesome. I really have, and I'm very proud to say that. Mm -hmm. I think that all the bands out there for giving me the opportunity to to play a song with them, nice. especially those bands that aren't here anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when you started playing in a wider band, how many other female musicians were around at that time? Oh, a long time ago. There were very few. Mm -hmm. I remember one that really sticks out uh, is uh, Andrea Jose. Mm -hmm. She was the drummer for Sunliners. Wow. She was a drummer for Sunliners. Very yeah. good drummer. Awesome. Yeah. And so um, I used to, when I was very small, the little girl, and used to go to the dances, I just used to watch the musicians. And cool. and actually, that's how I kind of, you know, learned or mm -hmm. whatever. long time ago when I was probably maybe, I don't know, 11 or 12, there was this rock band that used to play next door to our house in Choo Choo. Uh -huh. And uh, where the village I'm from, Choo Choo, is 10 miles south of Casa Grande, mm -hmm. where I was uh, raised. And um, so I went over there, and I w there would be a three-man three band. They were just high school guys, so they would take a break, and they'd let me jump on the drums. So oh, I, I cool. was like, I know how to play the drums. <laughs> so I go home, and I tell Dad, Dad, buy some drums. I know how to play them. I can yeah. show these guys I know how to play them. He didn't believe me, but he bought the drums anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how we formed our band way back oh, when. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so were there any challenges to being a female lead or a female wider musician during the you know the span of your career in the wider yeah very a whole lot of challenges to uh, to lead a band is is uh is very very challenging when you have the young men to to lead and and I will say this much about the older musicians they're very much uh respectful mm -hmm. 
and uh, and the the young musicians kind of have to learn mm-hmm. learn as you go to to uh, learn that respect and mm-hmm. and also you know you gotta like everything else you have to learn earn earn the respect as mm-hmm. well. But um, you know the way I was brought up, uh, I was brought up in a very strict home. Mm-hmm. So and and as a thought the woman, you know, we always want to do things right. Yeah. And and everything has to be in place. <laughs> and so, you know, take it from there. You know, it's like it's yeah. like um, you know I. Uh, it's very challenging, um, but in different all different aspects of the the leadership life, mm-hmm. but with uh, a lot of prayer and faith, I, I get through it, and I accomplish what I, I would like to do. Mm-hmm. That's good. So um, I guess that answers this question of who taught you how to play, and you pretty much taught yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guitar part. Yeah. So I had a lot of help with uh, my dad and everybody else with the guitar, the mm-hmm. bass, and everything. But uh, the accordion, uh, you know, one, no one ever taught me anything. Mm-hmm. And I never went to anyone to yeah. ask them, how do you play this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the accordion, like I said, and, and my brother played it, but he, I never asked him, mm. you know. And, and one time he asked me how to play a song <laughs> and I was like, no <laughs> way. You don't know how to play that song. And he, this was when we were just young in high school. He goes, nah. And I was like, no way. So, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, there was just, you know, there, there's songs that I learned that my brother recorded on my CDs. So you play the vihuela, <laughs> yeah. the guitarron, the trumpet, and the accordion. What are, the, what are some other instruments that you play? I can play the bass and the drums, um, the percussion. Yeah, so, and a little bit of the keyboard. One of my CDs, I did play the keyboard on one of them. But, yeah, it's, it's just a, a lot of balancing of, of your life and mm-hmm. and everything else like that to, in order to be strong at, at what you have to do as a Thanatham band leader and a woman at that. Mm-hmm. A lot of challenges, like I say, but, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, my mama always told me, mom and dad always told me through prayer and faith, you can you can uh, go out there and do what you have to do, or get through whatever it is you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also lost a lot of musicians throughout my years, and mm-hmm. um, it was very challenging. And my dad taught me to just keep on going. I've lost um, my brothers. Uh, in fact, uh, Marlon Hodge Felix that named the band. We did record our first Gertie and the T.O. Boys uh, CD. And um, our CD was going to be released on, I think it was a Wednesday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Marlon passed away on Tuesday, the day before it was released. Oh, he did hear the... Um, the the demo so he mm-hmm. knows how you know yeah. he knew everything <laughs> uh-huh. so you know that was a, a, a another heartbreak besides my uh, my first CD the Achim band mm-hmm. my little brother Kevin was on there and he passed away before mm-hmm. it was coming out as mm-hmm. well so I've had a lot of heartbreak throughout yeah. my m- music career but um you know through prayer and faith and and a lot of uh, love and support from family friends and fans. That's what gets me through awesome. what uh, I have to, all the obstacles I have to face. Mm. Um, and so that really, really lifts up my heart and my spirits to move forward and, and do some more things that 
I feel that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> you know. Yeah, people do love you and, and people do support you, native or non-native, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's what's really cool is that you were able to branch into a whole other audience. Where are some places that wider music has taken you that maybe you didn't imagine it would? Um, I'm so proud to to say that um Yes, we have opened up Donald uh, and Waida Music to non-natives, as as other bands have. Mm-hmm. They've, there's a lot of, um, you know, all the bands are good. All the Donald bands are good. And, mm-hmm. and it's just everybody that has just has their own style. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a great band. We were blessed enough to um, share our Donald Music with the Finnish Americans. They reached out to us in the year 2010, when they had FinFest USA in uh, here in Tucson, actually, at the Doubletree Inn, and we got to do some... Uh, we showed the Finn Hall band from Minnesota how to play autumn, uh, wider music, and they showed us how to play some Finnish music. It cool. was great. Wow. So we got to do some concerts with them at the Doubletree Inn. And then in 2012, we even took them to the office bar and they performed over there, which was really cool. And so in 2012, they had uh, the FinFest USA in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we were really fortunate enough to go out there and uh, do a seven-night-in-a-row concert in, oh, wow. yeah, and, uh, all over uh, St. Paul, all over the, the Minneapolis area. The one thing that I will never forget was doing a concert and dance on a three deck boat. We went to oh for one sh- we went on a short cruise down wow. the St. Croix River and oh, wow. it was awesome. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the guys the guys I took were really, really young. Uh-huh. Duran wow. Lopez, uh, Mike Lewis, uh, Troy Parra, um, Johnny Bailey. Uh, we all went up there, and, and uh, they were just like kids in a candy store <laughs> going up and down the three decks to see what they were, uh, what was cool. all there. So we were really fortunate to, to play on a dance and, uh, while we were cruising. Yeah. And there were so many people dancing, and it was awesome. Wow. So, yeah, just, you know, uh, we've been to, you know, San Jose. Um, we act, They actually flew us up there, and some of the cool. boys hadn't been on a plane, so... <laughs> We had a lot. I've had so much fun and a lot of good memories with the just different places that we went. You know, we've been to L.A., gosh, New Mexico, uh, and um, Sonora, Mexico, and uh, Gitovac, uh, Caborca. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just uh, all kinds of places. Uh, not to mention all the places we played in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I just. Um, we were uh, nominated for the Native American Music Awards. Oh, cool. Uh, although we 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 we've been nominated, but we haven't won, mm-hmm. and that's that's okay. You mm-hmm. know, I yeah. you know that's okay. Uh, but I I was able to sing uh, the song I wrote, Sheila's Rasta, at uh, the VIP party in, cool. <laughs> in, in New York. Yeah. So it was really nice. Uh, we we had a bunch of our bands went up there, and uh, actually uh, Alex Cruz and um, Native Creed were mm-hmm. accompanying me on the song. So cool. it was it was cool. You know, been pretty much to a lot of places. I've been really fortunate to be at the uh, White River uh, Rodeo and Fair oh, okay. and, and you know stuff like that cool. and, and 
Yeah, so the Navajo Nation at Tuba City, they had a mm. big gathering, been there. Yeah, the, the, the Navajos and Apaches dance. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah <laughs> they danced. Yeah, everybody pretty much dances. <laughs> they like the cumbias. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they like the cumbias. <laughs> and and uh, so uh, the the Phoenicia people, the we, it was so neat because we got to meet bands uh, from Finland. And, you know, they have accordion. They're all accordion oh, and violin. Yeah. So. It was so awesome, yeah. Yeah. And I really thank uh, Ralph and uh, Yana uh, Tutilas. They're the ones that reached out to us to with the Finn with the Finn Hall band. So, what's something that you learned early on in your career as a white musician that made you a better artist? Just to be flexible. Just to be mm. flexible about. Uh, Whatever it is you're looking for, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're 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 trying to reach out to, mm-hmm. to do, you gotta be open-minded to be a band leader. You gotta be open-minded to everyone's input and suggestion to whatever it is you have to do, mm-hmm. and you gotta be understanding. Like when we went to Minnesota, the 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 boys I took were were very young, and. Um, we had to be here at a certain time and here so mm. you have to be ready mm-hmm. and um so you know to to let them know hey this isn't this isn't is this isn't back home <laughs> where we can start an hour later <laughs> yeah. yeah we have to be we have to be there uh right <laughs> away so it's just a lot of uh what do you call it um don't let the pressure get to you mm. you just have to be really calm and and, yeah. and I used to stress out as as a band leader uh, about 10 years ago ask me if I stress out now I just <laughs> I'm just like okay whatever's gonna happen happens <laughs> I'm not stressing out no more I'm too old for that anymore <laughs> but yeah you just gotta you guys gotta go with the flow sometimes and mm-hmm. you know there was many times it's it's Friday night I don't have a drummer for Saturday I don't worry oh, about it. I'll have yeah. one by then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, because because uh, uh, you know every everyone knows that every every time I play at a different area, I have a different band. Mm-hmm. I don't have the same guys all the time. And what what the 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 benefit of that is that I get to play with whoever wants to jam with me cool, that night. That's and awesome. that's yeah, it's so cool because mm-hmm. it's not the same people mm-hmm. and uh and they and they and everybody has their own ways of playing. Cool. So the, I'm like I'm like, hey, I like that. You yeah. know, the guitar player's doing this and <laughs> I say, Hey, I like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I would have never known if I didn't play with them. Yeah. You know, that they could, yeah. you know, they could add to the music and, and that's that's all it is. It's just sharing our, our talents with each other. Cool. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and and making that good sound, that good mm-hmm. music. Yes. Can we come jam with you sometime? Yeah. <laughs> you play? my vihuela. Okay. All right. <laughs> and my violin. All right. If you're ever looking for a violinist last minute. I need, I need a vihuela when we're singing in the church. Oh, yes. Ooh, nice. Play the vihuela. <laughs> yeah. So, so, we, so we also, we also uh, with my mom, um, Ida Lopez, we have a Catholic group that cool. we sing in the in the oh, church. Okay. I also started a, a Catholic uh, choir group with the elders in San Javier. Oh, okay. So they, cool. they go out and they go sing now. Nice. So it's really cool. Um, uh-huh. I do some uh, basic uh, guitar lessons at, oh, at, at work. Nice. 
Right. And so um, it, after my gigs on the weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, I'm playing, okay, Sundays, my music career doesn't end there because on Mondays I work at the San Javier District uh, Library. Mm-hmm. And um, I do library time to the Head Start, to the um, daycare, to the elders. Mm-hmm. So... I'm singing every day with the guitar. <laughs> we're singing ABCs. <laughs> we're singing. Uh, we're singing. Good morning, come we. Good morning to you. You know. Oh, yeah. So my my music is every day. Cool. It's every day. So it doesn't end. Wow. At, you know, it doesn't stop right there. And I love it. I'm tired by by Monday. <laughs> I'm super tired, but I'm like, okay, let me sing. <laughs> and sometimes the kids will say. Can you sing the happy birthday song? Uh, everybody loves <laughs> yeah, that yeah. So we're doing that kind of stuff, and yeah, we're you know, it's just uh, it's just all over. It's just mm. all over, you know. And and uh, wow. I've I've had a really, really. I've been. I thank my ancestors and for all my blessings I have. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, growing up, you know, my dad taught Steve how to play the guitar and I remember when that was happening and we were just running around and and so me and my little brother we'd play the I played the 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 bell and he'd play the the shakers and then later on he put me on the drums and I remember those times when he'd be teaching me you know you know how to hit this and then hitting the bass like getting that basic stuff he really literally showed me the basics of playing the drums and since then you know I've never forgotten I mean I've even before he started teaching me, drums was something that I always just gravitated to as a little girl. Uh, but yeah, that's just something that it has just always been there. Wow. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I really like it the way you guys are, are musicians too. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just, you, you understand. Musicians, oh my God, you get them together, you can't stop talking. <laughs> and there's so much there to say. You know, mm-hmm. when you said that, you used to make your own little drums. We yeah. did that too. Uh-huh. We used to get our boards yeah. and draw guitar strings <laughs> on there <laughs> and, and act like we were playing. That's awesome. We were small. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so, you know, Carmen spent some time, you know, her father and the family, she actually spent some time growing up, going to dances, too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. My dad's um, friend is Daniel Joaquin, and I think he played in the Wayla Band uh, Joaquin Brothers. Yeah. Brandon, so, Brandon's your dad? <clears throat> no, my dad's name is Richard. Oh, okay. He's a big old... Mexican guy with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, so I grew up actually playing mariachi music too, which is, and I play the violin and the vihuela. Wow, that's my two great. Favorite awesome. <laughs> Do you play often? Uh, not anymore. Just uh-huh. the school has taken up a lot of my time, but mm-hmm. I listen to it constantly. Mariachi music. I just love the rhythm. Yeah. I just love like. Just the being kind of almost in control, but just the way it like sounds and just like yeah. the technicalities of you like strumming. Yeah, and yeah, and that was that was kind of like my first instrument was the vihuela. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but right now, you know, I, I I currently I do have rheumatoid arthritis, and so it it's it's um, really bothers me, yeah. and it's really painful. But I continue to try to do as much as I can. Yeah, so 
um, yeah, that's the only only backfall I have. But you know, mm-hmm. I you know, I just keep moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. I just yes. you know, keep my head up and mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and just do what I got to do. You know. Yeah, for sure, yeah. definitely. You're definitely inspiring me to pick up a an accordion. I <laughs> know for yeah. sure. I've been wanting to. Yeah, same. And just do it. They're just expensive. It. Like, and, and I've they're been looking at prices <laughs> and I'm like, ah. yeah. You know, but I think it probably have to start where you started. You know, yeah. um, teaching ourselves, I guess. <laughs> I have oh, yeah. a, I have a, a librarian friend, a dear friend of mine, Lupita Guerrero. She wanted to learn, and she came out, and she brought her little accordion, and she's very good. Really? Yeah, she and then she went out and kind of taught herself some more. Okay, yeah. I can only I I tell people in anything that I teach you, mm-hmm. and it's just the basics mm-hmm. of what I know. Yeah, I can teach it to you. You go out and do whatever you want to it. Nice. You know, and you can do you know whatever you want, however you want to play mm-hmm. it. You go do it. You mm-hmm. I, I can teach you just the basics of what mm-hmm. I know. You do what you want with it. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So I've had many students uh, throughout my years. Uh, I had a professor from the U of A, and he moved to California. Uh, and so, yeah, we've I've done a lot of teaching with a lot of people. So cool. it's been really, really fun. It's fun work. I love serving my people, mm-hmm. my community, uh, the Donald, the nation. Just, I just love sharing our thought the wider music with everyone. Um, so what are some of your most popular songs? <laughs> well, Scorpion, the one that, that just played at the early uh, on the early on the program. Everyone wants to hear that one. Uh-huh. And uh um Wyoming. Um actually the Wyoming song came from my nephew, uh, Maynard Francisco. He he lives in Wyoming. Oh. But uh he actually recorded that song and he brought that song into the band and and he left for Wyoming. He relocated. <laughs> and so when the C C D came out, I'm like, I don't know what to name this song. I'll just name it Wyoming. That's why it's named Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. So so um yeah, and that that's a very, very popular song and mm. and and people I wrote uh Sheila's Rasta years ago and I people still wanna hear it yeah. all over and I'm like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so will you but, do another Rasta? Yeah, you know, I'm uh I'm working on a few more. Oh, awesome. um, I'm still working on a few more. Mm-hmm. Um God willing I'll be able to accomplish what I I still I still have been working. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so. and how did the Sheila's Rasta it's kind of like a reggae beat, right? Uh where'd you get inspired to get make that kind of song? You know, I was just sitting at my aunt's house at the table and I'm always strumming my guitar and mm-hmm. stuff and those song, those words just came to me they just came to me and I started singing it and uh, I sang it by myself for a long time I didn't share it because mm-hmm. I had no words from it all I had was hey Rusto man oh, <laughs> that's yeah. all I had that's all I had was uh, you, know, you know that's all I had was the chorus part uh-huh. so I never shared it and then um i don't know i just i just kind of threw the other words in there actually the first time i really sang it and the reason why i call it sheila's rasta is one of my friends her name was sheila poncho mm-hmm. she committed suicide 
Mm. And she loved reggae music. And so I was thinking, I should really sing that at her funeral. Really, I should. So I started working on, you know, it it kind so it kinda became to um, okay, we live and then we're not here anymore. Mm -hmm. So I kinda like um, I want to celebrate this mm-hmm. night together, celebrate, because we're alive, you know, mm-hmm. let's celebrate this life. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, and then, and then at the end it says, uh, I want to dedicate this song to everyone who has left us forever. Mm-hmm. By then, I had lost a lot of people in my mm-hmm. life, too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it just kind of went with, in the flow, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so people, you know, yeah, so that's where uh, uh, Sheila Rasta came in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I just kind awesome. of, and and to tell you the truth, I never sat down to write it. Really, I've never sat wow. down to write it. I just, it's just in my mind. Wow. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I'm really surprised. And actually, what happened with that song with Marlon Hodge Felix, which who started, we started the Gurry and Two Boys. Mm-hmm. He added the some uh, rhythm to it, some lead mm-hmm. guitar into it. Mm-hmm. He added the the lead guitar into it. And so now to this day we've changed it. I have the accordion in it. Mm, okay. So yeah, so it's it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just kinda crazy like that. You know, however you wanna feel like playing it, that's how you're gonna play it for that time, I swear. I swear some some of our songs aren't always the same way, you know. And then and the guys will look at me like what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, just go with it. Or like, that's pretty cool. Where did that come from? I said, I don't know. Just do it. <laughs> but some of the songs will play it th- this way. Uh-huh. Then we'll never play it again. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it's just like that. Yeah. So you know, just just the songs. It's just um, it's kind of crazy the way musicians can sit there and just think of all kinds of songs and and make good music mm-hmm. you know everyone there's a lot of good music out there and but yeah it's just where your mind and soul is at that time i yeah. guess <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah but you know throughout those these years of my music career you know my mom and dad have been um so supportive of me um mm-hmm. one of the things that i tell I try to pass on to everyone is, you know, your your kids have this talent and uh, to support them in every way you can. That's that's what the kids want, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's sports, whether it's music, um, wh- mm-hmm. whatever it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. The more support and love they get, the more uh, successful they'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But, um, you know, like I said, you know, my parents and and my grandparents too, all my my aunts and uncles, and back home, and you know, even all my dad's dad's uh, musician friends, you know, we're all encouraging, and um, my brothers and sisters, um, I I thank them so much for all their support as well, mm-hmm. love and support, and just you know, nieces and nephews, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, this whole thing has to be a uh, good loving environment and, mm-hmm. and 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 caring environment for us to share with our families and you know all the talents that everybody has. I'm just so overwhelmed in mm-hmm. in in seeing it and hearing it and and you know just proud of everybody for how they how they come along with their music and stuff. 
Yeah. I think wider music has definitely come a long, long way. And that's what I meant earlier when I mentioned about it evolving. Yeah. And, and I think that it's just it's definitely here to stay for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really cool that, that it's something that Autumn kind of it's really something that's just kind of created on, on our own, I guess, um, taking from different styles and things like that. Um, and and just seeing it change throughout the years and i know even today it's people when they hear the classics it's just like oh yes you yeah. know and it's not and then that's what i mean by yeah. it's changing it and and when you hear those classics it's just like you get happy you get it's awesome you know it feels good to hear those classics i get that same way when i hear them when i play this one song um and it, i can still you know remember when i was about you know, eight years old, standing at my dad's, you know, looking at my dad and, and him playing that violin and playing that song. And every time I, I play it, oh, my God, I sometimes I do cry, but I don't let nobody see me. But um, uh, there are a lot of times mm. I get emotional on the some of the old classic jodies and mm. whitest that my dad used to play. Mm. And it just chokes me up, but it also gives me... Uh, a great feeling that that I can still play what he used to play. You know That's what I'm awesome. saying? Yes. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I do get choked up a lot. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> the boys don't know it, but <laughs> So, as we're coming to the end of the interview, um what advice do you have for any young female wider musician or just any female musician in general? What advice do you have to give to them? I think that if you're a young person and you want to, you know, pursue your career in music, whatever kind of music it is, is is what you choose. You just have to be open-minded, have a lot of understanding of what you're doing, and just be open to to hear other musicians give you advice, and and just go with it and. Uh, if you need to seek out to like other musicians about what you're doing or you have any questions, by all means, call somebody or your friends or relatives and talk about these, your what it is you want to do within your music career and follow your heart in what you want to do and what you want to play. And whatever it is you want to do, you know, make the best of it. We're all not perfect and we have to work at it. We, there's a lot of work to it and and becoming a, a really good musician and a great musician. You have to be open-minded and calm. See, and then the the good good thing about it is you meet other musicians and, hey, you play. Wow, that's awesome, yeah. you know. So we're all family here. <laughs> and if, if you have any shout-outs that you want to share or give to anybody out there, feel free to do so now. I just like to shout out to everybody that has been so so supportive and and showed me so much love and gave me so much words of wisdom to continue as a Thanatham woman musician and leader um like I said uh, before in the 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 interview that um uh, there have been many challenges but um I've uh, through a lot of prayer faith and words of uh, wisdom that you all have said to me and those of you out there that um, are listening to this and you know who you are that has given me a lot of support and love and it hasn't always been uh, happy 
happy uh, line of, of life, but um, through a lot of love and support through family, friends, fans, um, that's what uh, keeps Gertie and the T.O. boys going. And I thank you all very much. And like I always say, we still love you. Peace out, baby. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody who had, did tune in. I hope you enjoyed you know, the discussion, the talk, learn a little bit more about Gertie, as you know that she is pretty popular here in the Chukshan area. Shout out to all the fans out there, all the listeners, and uh, thank you. You are tuned in to Cultivating Indigenous Voices. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode with special guest Gertie and co-host Carmen. The featured background music is by wider band The Express off of their upcoming album. If you are interested in learning more about the local indigenous community, feel free to tune in to past episodes on kxei.org. Thank you for tuning in to Cultivating Indigenous Voices with Tina Andrew.